0: Tom Parry. Matt Boyle, how's it going? Not too bad, it's been a while. It's been a couple of weeks, a good couple of weeks, Matt. Yeah, not bad.
1: How about you? good couple of weeks?
0: <laughs> Pretty good, thanks. A bit, bit busy, been getting out there in London. The oh really? couple of weeks, yeah. yeah I, I did, the, did the tourist thing the other week, you know. Where did so- you go? <laughs> He got a very high pitched. Uh, uh we saw Big Ben, we saw House of Parliament, we saw the the Palace. you know, um you know the usual stuff we had friends coming over, and they one of them hadn't been in London before, so wow we we showed them and and for me, actually, I've never made a point since moving here of actually looking at any of that, so
1: <laughs> I mean that's fair, Tom Parry, but the question I have to ask you is, have you also been looking at any video games,
0: mm. Well, it's a good job I have, really, isn't
1: it? It, it really is, Seems as if this is a video game podcast and not a travel podcast. Let's get into it. It's Tom and Matt Attack. I was going to do a bit there where I kept getting higher and I reached my peak too soon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, dear, you don't want to do that. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> Not good. So yeah, what about so... you, Matt? Have you, you been up too much?
1: Um, Yes and no. I mean, I I've been very busy, like, personally and professionally. And so I have been finding some solace in video games in a way that I haven't really
0: over the last couple okay. of months. I've been i know that as some well. time. I yeah. know that as well, because uh, when, when things get a bit rough, when you've got a lot on your mind, the video game can take you away from that quite effectively, can't it? <laughs> it can. For a couple of hours or so. Um,
1: yeah, and I just kind of, despite some frustrations with my internet connection, um, I, I've been playing a bit more of Fortnite. I, I actually got to... Hmm. Bought the bo- I bought the Battle Pass yesterday... Um and have, since buying the battle pass, been able to just go in and reclaim all my coins back. So I was like, well, this is technically a free battle pass. I may as well do this, which is nice. Mm. Um, But I have been playing some other things, because let's not make this a podcast where we talk for, like, 50 minutes well, about Fortnite. Now. I can't
0: talk too much to Fortnite. I, I mean, I, the sign that I'm less into it is that I didn't buy uh, Gohan or uh, Piccolo when they were available I miss them completely. Yeah.
1: It's really annoying. It seems like I I I seem to check into Fortnite on the weeks where stuff I would probably have bought with my Battle Pass coins. As isn't long as there. you don't
0: miss those One Piece ones, if there ever. Will oh be mate, any. if if
1: if One Piece ever comes into that game, I will be there day one. I can't. I'm not gonna mess that up. That will. I will purposely go in there. I will open the game every day and go. Can I buy Luffy yet? No. No. Okay. <laughs> But um, yeah, I, I've been playing it. Some of the new weapons and stuff are fun. I've yeah, just I've, I've played it. Geralt.
0: Yeah, I have him. Yes, too. Uh, how did you um, take care of the one we had to do melee damage?
1: Um, I literally ran, so I landed in the citadel. Yeah, I got i. I pretty much there are those um, the chests that can have the big chests that have those kind of weapons in. I just got the hammer and then just ran at the boss downstairs
0: yeah i did it completely differently i was using my harvesting tool
1: i tried that and i kept getting killed and so i was like right i'm just gonna run in i'm gonna smack the boss because it doesn't say player damage it says opponent so i was like right i'm just gonna smack all this boss with the hammer and like until it runs out and then i'm gonna run away
0: that's very cool it that's a good way of doing it. Another way um, you could have done it, apparently, was uh, my good friend Gareth told me that uh, if you play in teams or squads or whatever it's called, yeah. if if you down a player, that damage counts as well.
1: Oh, uh, interesting. Okay. So
0: you can get it all through that. What I was doing <laughs> would be the most stupidest thing to do. I just was running up to people Well, I was running up at the very yeah. start of the game. I was locking onto someone, going, right, you're my target, landing right next to them and just hacking them up. And sometimes you'd survive, yeah. Sometimes you wouldn't, but most of the time, using that technique, you wouldn't last for long. No. You'd have to just keep over and over again playing the a new th- game.
1: The thing is, with the hammer, the hammer deals a lot of damage, and Ooh. the bosses are pretty spongy. So I was just like smacking them three times. I think it only like took me two. It. it only took me two rounds to do it.
0: He's not hard to get, is he? Really?
1: No, not really. I mean, I I did. The same thing. I in my brain I was like, oh god, I can't be asked to do this melee damage. This will wait. And then I think I hit. I had a hammer in one match, and I hit someone with it, and I realised that it went up. I was like, oh, I can just use the hammer. So I did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the other thing, the other things you have to do aren't particularly difficult, if I recall. No. So yeah, I've have I haven't used him yet. I just unlocked like the I level ninety. Never will. <laughs> I yeah. think I will, but I, I, you know, the one on the battle pass, you've got that sort of armoured knight, the one who's the boss at the citadel. Then the yes. one page before that, you've got sort of the the other knight guy who's not got a helmet on. Or yes. Yeah, so yeah. I've been using him lately.
1: But, I, yeah, I just
0: would... jump between characters. I,
1: I mean, I have stuck as the weird anime Catwoman that I got ages ago. I wouldn't mind getting the weird anime. Person like woman with a fringe that has all the lightning effects coming off her. That yes, yeah. like Is that, is that a
0: Woman. I thought that was a guy. It was might it a be
1: a guy. I. That's why at first I was undecided. Woman, I was like,
0: ah, <laughs> oh, I don't know. It might be a guy. Who knows? Anyway, this is <laughs> proper yeah, Fortnite. This is chat, our Fortnite. Talk. If, you don't, if you don't play Fortnite, then I hope. You haven't switched off by now. We'll, we'll uh, wrap, wrap this up and move well, on. this else.
1: this is the thing, Tom. We you know we we talk about Fortnite up front for five minutes, and then it's like then we get into the
0: real stuff. Which is what is it this week? What's the real um, stuff, Matt?
1: So speaking of um, easy things to unlock slash do, um, I got a I got a platinum in the Cowabunga collection.
0: Oh, you've got that? Yeah, I never bought that.
1: Uh, it came like into it. the library, and so I was ah. like, ho ho ho. I'll
0: be. I mean, you're a big fan of Turtles in Time, aren't you? I absolutely fucking adore Turtles in Time. Yeah. Um, so, so was that your first port of call when you?
1: Uh, I no. Playing that one? Believe it or not, what I did was I was like, right, what are my what are my least favourite Turtles games? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I haven't got the stomach to play the NES games right away. So I was like, right, I'm going to play the arcade version of the original TMNT. Mm. As much as I adore playing that game in an arcade setting. I kind of hate how exploitative it is of the player. Like it mm. is, you just, you get you get like two hits in that game and you die, which but is fine when you've
0: got Unlimited Continues.
1: Yeah, exactly. You just keep pumping <laughs> credits in, but like it's just infuriating to play because of that. I think Turtles in Time, the arcade game is still difficult. It is still very much Konami trying to milk you for money. But I think there is a higher skill ceiling slash more things you can do in Turtles of Time. to So if you're actually good at it, you can avoid putting credits in as much. Mm. So I beat I beat Turtles, the arcade. I beat Turtles in Time, the arcade version. I beat it on the Super Nintendo. And I was like, all right, well, I've never played Hyperstone Heist, mm. like, properly. I think you and I dabbled in it once while we were still living together. And Possibly. I was like, okay. I'll play a bit of Hyperstone Heist. I did. I enjoyed it. I was like, so much so that I was like, well, maybe I should buy this finally. And then I looked and it's like 150 quid now. Is so it? I was like, yeah, it's gone up a lot in value. So I was like, okay, not going to buy that. That's weird,
0: isn't it? Considering there's like a legitimate way to play it now on modern consoles, that the hey, original man. version got so pricey. <sighs>
1: This, I mean, the fact that Shantae is still rising in price for the Game Boy Color when you can buy the limited Run version of it very easily and very affordable.
0: I guess what I'm you've minded. got there is not only video game collectors, but Turtles collectors. I imagine so. As well. I,
1: don't know. I, I It's probably one of those weird like, Venn diagrams of Turtles collectors, people who collect Mega Drive games and want a full set, slash people who are nostalgic enough for it at... As children, the same way the Turtles yeah. in Time demands a high price that have boosted it because Turtles in Time is not a cheap game these days either. But
0: I'm going to tell you about, twi- about twenty years ago, perhaps a little less. Yeah. The hypestone Heist wasn't that expensive.
1: No, I remember. I remember seeing it for like a fiver <laughs> in Game Station, and I never bought it because I was yeah. like, "Well, I've got well, Turtles own, in Time. It, I don't so... like Mega Drive stuff."
0: I wouldn't have bought it if it was expensive. No. no.
1: um so after that, after I, I had rinsed the arcade games and their various ports, I was like, well, I fucking hate the NES game. Is there an easy way for me to get the trophy for the NES game? Because I have beaten it once on Emulator. I never wish to do that again because it's the most infuriating experience in the world. Um, it turns out you can pretty much just like use the fast-forward feature in the game, save, pause, reload, hit the last boss once and you unlock the trophy so I did that for that I did actually watch the playthrough of the Manhattan Project because it's a game I've long since been curious about but I yeah. don't think it's very good um, and then the only thing that was left is I had to clear the game by games uh, I beat the first one and I was like okay I've beaten the other two I'm just going to fast forward through these I don't feel I don't. so feel you like... can
0: get a trophy by pressing fast forward yeah boy <laughs> I don't get it. What, a game auto-plays
1: or what? Well, yeah, so, like, as with a lot of these other collections that have been put out by Digital Eclipse, you can literally, like, fast-forward and watch... You can watch the game in real time being played by a computer model that can't die. And, and you, you can And you get a trophy
0: like, for completing it by watching someone else complete it.
1: There's a little trick you have to do. Essentially, what you do is you get to the end of the game, like... With the boss, with like one or two hits
0: left. Oh, and then you do. You the final. pause.
1: You save it. You reload in at that save point, and then you just hit the boss one time, and that gives you the trophy. Oh, that's
0: sneaky! So, when you say you got a platinum on this game, you cheated your way to a platinum.
1: I mean, I have, in part, but- at least. Indefinitely, in part. I mean, I <laughs> I stand by my convictions because other than the Manhattan Project, I've liti- legitimately beaten these games before. So I was like, "Oh well, yeah, you it. know
0: you've beaten them."
1: I'm, I'm he... I mean, there's a recording of me beating the game by ones at least. But I was just like, I'm not gonna fucking I I really really there are bits of that last game by game that I really dislike, despite it being very ambitious. And I was like. I'm not going to sit here for seven hours and beat this game by game. This can fuck off. So I just also
0: you're, you're borrowing this from the library. You yeah. got to give it back. Exactly. So you might as well just if you're <laughs> quite hungry for that platinum trophy. Then well, I, <laughs>
1: I mean, it, it was just that it seemed relatively easy, and it was mm. a Friday evening where it's nice I didn't have much it, to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the one thing I will say though, the thing that I had to le- legitimately do was beat all the versions of Tournament Fighters.
0: Okay, How was, the, was that difficult?
1: Um, the Mega Drive one, particularly, yeah, because you had to beat it on the hardest difficulty. Oh, um, wow. What I had to end up doing, because honestly, I beat the Super Nintendo one. Can you not like, just
0: cheat there? Yeah,
1: yes, you can. All right, so what I had to do was... <laughs> um, so I, I, beat the, I beat the Super Nintendo one, easily enough. That was, that was straightforward. I enjoy yeah. that game. I, it's one of those games, that only time I played it, I played it with you, I remember distinctly, when we moved to Denmark. Hmm. That I'm like, I should buy this game. is really fucking good. It's su- is a surprisingly good one on one fighting game. Um, you're holding. You're not saying yes or no there, Tom. You're just going, hmm, hmm. It's what all you?
0: right, yeah, yeah, I, good. See, it, I, it, it, it's far worse out there.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it's not zero Divide, but nothing is, is it? Um, so I, I pretty much, I. I beat that game. I was like, "Okay, cool. I'm feeling good about this." I played the the NES one, which was a, a lesson in frustration, if I'm totally honest. Yeah. Um,
0: I've not played because... it much, but I got it on one of them bootleg carts. <sighs> but I've never really given it the time of day. I think I played it once and then thought, "Oh gosh." Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: not great. Um, the a lot of the opponents in it, as you would imagine on an NES game, are like shadow versions of the turtles. So yeah. like. You're playing Michelangelo, Donatello, and everyone else rather than in the SNES game where
0: you're fighting different creatures yeah, and Casey yeah. Jones and these kind of things. I mean, not bad, is it? It's not bad considering it's a fighting game on the NES. which yeah. isn't a console known for them? So, so I think it does no. a, an adequate job.
1: Serviceable. In... No, for sure. Like yeah. within the context of like this is an NES fighting game, it is fine. <laughs> It's just, it's just so much bullshit. Like, what okay. I was doing was I was pretty much save scrubbing. So, like, I would I, I put it down to one round. I would save at the start of a round, generally get my ass kicked, and then oh. go, right, okay, these are the attack patterns of these enemies. Let's try and figure out the easiest way to win this fight. A lot of blocking, a lot of low blows, a lot of winning due to timeouts, but I got through it. Mm. Then I got to the Mega Drive version a bit, and I was like, fuck this. There must be an easier way. Playing this on the hardest difficulty and with not really liking the game as the controls for that game on the genesis are not as good as on the Super nintendo because you're only three button and so i was like oh this is a lesson in frustration like it's really cool that there are different characters and all the backgrounds and stuff are really it looks really impressive and i think actually the soundtrack's probably better on the genesis version Mm. But I realised then, while going into the settings of the game, that I could actually hold R two to like rewind time. <laughs> so mm. what I ended up doing was landing a blow, going right. They're going to do an uppercut. I need to block. And so, like, I was kind of playing it like a game of chess. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, right, they're going to do this, so I should do this. And yeah, I, 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 I narrowed. Wow. it sounds through. like
0: it wasn't much fun to do that.
1: That. Playing the Genesis game, no, absolutely not. Everything else that I played in that collection seems like a very good port of it. Everything seems very fun. That last achievement to get the Platinum is absolutely bullshit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, having to play it through on the hardest difficulty is, is not a fun experience. Like e- Especially if you were trying to do it without save states or without rewinding. Yeah. But I, I, I guess that trophy feels difficult. all
0: the more earned if you were to have done that.
1: It does, and that's why I don't feel so guilty about scrubbing through Manhattan Projects. I'm like, fuck this, I had to beat the Genesis game. <laughs> like... <Okay. laughs>
0: but you, overall, though, you had fun with it, until you started like looking to get the plan.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I, I love Turtles in Time. It is in my top five games of all time. Um, so I will probably pick this up at some point as soon as it goes on sale I'm going to grab it but
0: mm, I think you can get it for just under 30 quid, like 25, 26.
1: Yes. I then I mean considering the price of some of the games in this collection like Hyper Stone Heist alone is like
0: 150 Yeah, quid I now. mean it's it's worth that sort of money for sure. I Absolutely. just haven't been able to uh justify it myself having already owning a lot of them I suppose. That maybe I, that's why I haven't picked it up myself yet.
1: I mean, you what you own? You own Turtles in Time. You own Hopperstone Heist on the Sunaise and Genesis, respectively. Yeah. You have Tournament Fighters on the Super Nintendo, at the very yeah. least. Yes, about, and I have like, it on the on the Mega Drive as well. You got I it on the Mega Drive. Okay,
0: have Arcade Game, the NES version on the NES. <laughs> <Yeah>. surprisingly.
1: <laughs> Which, weirdly, actually, I don't think is in this collection. Now I think about it,
0: the NES version of Arcade Game must be. If I don't Manhattan Project is, is uh, which I don't have Manhattan Project. I have uh, Turtles in Time Reshelled, which I can guarantee is not on that collection. No, it isn't. <laughs> I don't think that was well received, but it was alright when I played it. I,
1: I thought it was good when I played it yeah. with you. Yeah. Done bad. Um, the Kaobanga collection contains. Yeah, weirdly, I. I don't remember it being in there. Admittedly, it was quite late when I was playing through some of these, but like. But you must have,
0: yeah, you must have played it if you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but that's the thing. I don't remember playing it. So that's what leads me to believe it's not in there, admittedly. I've got
0: one of the Game Boy games. I think that was maybe through you.
1: Yeah, I think I gave you the first one. Yeah. Which is the better one, Follow the Foot Clan.
0: Yes, I think, perhaps.
1: A lot of people don't like that game. I think that game is excellent. Um. Mm it it's a game by side scrolling beat em up and again you have to consider that it is context dependent there's not mm. a lot of good games on there actually i tell i completely tell a lie there is the nes version it has to be i mean I fucking, that's one that I fucking a lot died about. so many times against krang i've just blocked it out of my memory i'm
0: talking about, yeah the the beat em up one
1: yeah Yeah, Yeah, they've
0: also got the. Oh, they've got the
1: they've got the platforming one. That's what I said. I scrubbed through that. I've beaten that once. I've beaten that game once, and is I have traumatic memories of doing it. It's one of the first games I beat on emulator because I could use save states. Had Mm. that game as a kid. I fucking hate it. It's
0: a really bad video game. But because it's turtles, you want to play it anyway. Because it's turtles.
1: Yeah. yeah, Some people have a weird nostalgia for it, and then they turn it on and they go, "Wow, this is an absolutely terrible game. What am I doing Mm. with my time?"
0: Well, you briefly touched on the some Game Boy games in this collection.
1: Have you been buying some Game Boy games?
0: Oh, no, I did buy a Game Boy Advance game, but that wasn't what I was going to talk. about. Oh, you've been on this talk... on
1: the Nintendo Switch, yes, and the Bob. Yes,
0: I, I thought I want, want to get your opinion on this. Obviously, you're the Game Boy guy, Game Boy boy the game boy man what would you prefer the game boy thank you
1: um god tom i've built a brand i've built a brand the um, game boy man yeah no i i was very excited to see a lot of this stuff come out on the nintendo switch um because
0: it be a preferred way of playing these or
1: i mean n- not for me obviously i've got eight million cartridges <laughs> and like seven ways to play them all in high definition but i saw it i was like oh that's really cool um Is this... I haven't actually looked at them on the console, which is an odd thing to say, because I had suspected uh, that it was included in that tier that the N64 games were included in.
0: And it isn't. Uh, The Game Boy Advance is, but the original Game Boy isn't.
1: Oh, interesting. So
0: I played um, probably just the first level of uh, Mario uh, Land. Yeah. Six Golden Coins. Mario Land 2, yeah. Yeah,
1: six Golden Coins, yeah.
0: Because I think out of all the ones on there, that was the one that was like, oh yeah, gotta play that. I mean, I mean, Tetris is great, but you know, I can play Tetris quite easy on a lot of things.
1: Yeah, um, that's fair.
0: To have Mario two, Mario Land two at hand was cool, and uh, I, I will have to uh, continue playing that. I mean, it doesn't take long, does it? <laughs> <laughs> it no, it doesn't. Mario Land 2, but...
1: I mean, I thought the selection of games was pretty good. I got, mean, Kirby. You got Kirby, got yeah. Kirby, you got Metroid, Gargoyles Quest. I've been seeing getting a lot of love on Twitter. Mm. Um, Link's Awakening being in it was a surprise, given the fact they've just remade that game. Wario Land Three being there, I was like, okay, why didn't you just put the first two? But all right, I guess that's fine. Um, I. The, the one weird one for me was Alone in Dark, The New Nightmare, because I don't I think, think that's a weird one for everyone. I don't um, think it's a particularly good game. I guess they just had the rights to it, maybe. I think um, it's
0: admirable that they really tried to replicate the the big console game on the Game Boy, though. Yeah, no, 100%. There's some really, really another, impressive visuals yeah. in it. It's just yeah. not
1: a very good game. Mm. Um, So, yeah, those... Those seemed okay i mean like i said i would have included the first two wario land games i would have maybe thought about putting an obscure game or two on there like a moral mania like the Mm. the shigeru miyamoto game that no one knows about japan actually got for whom the frog bell tolls as well so i would hope eventually we'll get an official translation of that now that we know it exists from those
0: nintendo leaks Right, I didn't realise that.
1: Um, so uh, yeah. yeah,
0: well, it's Nintendo like to drip feed games onto these services, so I'm sure there'll be lots of good stuff to come.
1: They d- they do. I mean the the Game Boy Advance library is completely solid, though. I have I have no qualms about that. I mean it's it's Minish Cap, Super Mario Bros. three, so Super Mario Advance four. Uh, Mario Luigi Super Star Starga, which is the the best entry in the Mario Luigi games for my money. Super Circuit, a game I've lost many an hour to. Uh Kuro Kurin, which is an excellent launch puzzle game. And WarioWare Inc., which is a, mm. uh, probably also the best WarioWare game. It's great. Um, it, yeah, but this is
0: only on the expansion pass. So it is,
1: fans, and isn't isn't that's it, frustrating so. because mm-hmm. I will have to get the expansion pass, Tom Parry um, because in their coming soon section, I I saw that there's a little game called Golden Sun coming out on it. Um, mm. And despite owning Golden Sun several times, I still wanna I still wanna play the Golden Suns on my
0: Switch. Would you ever use that emulator to capture footage for your channel? No, no. There is a reason <laughs> for
1: that. So the reason I don't do emulation you don't do emulation at all, do you? You, you, you? i don't know. no i i have i have the only time no actually no that wasn't even emulation that was me dumping a rom onto a flash card. i always use original hardware and i use little cartridges um the only time i never the only time i haven't done that was when i had to do obviously the vanilla ice game uh rap quest because mm. that physically doesn't exist and i did it for alice in wonderland because i ordered a american cartridge because it had more game boy printer mode stuff on it than is in the european one and it didn't arrive in time so i was like fuck it i'm just gonna throw the rom on a flash cartridge and do it that way right. but generally speaking i always run original hardware or as close to original as i can I, yeah. a game boy advance player mm. uh, and will soon if i ever make any more videos uh, do it with the analog pocket because they're actually running the original hardware with Emulation, I am always afraid that it circumvents some errors that are present in the game and then I can't talk about those. Um for example, mm-hmm. if I would have done Oh god, Angel Marlowe, which is a very, very good Japanese puzzle game, uh, through emulation, I wouldn't have seen the the glaring error that makes the game unplayable on the Game Boy Advance.
0: Right. Which ah. is
1: why I could which is why I can't currently cover it because I know it's there and as much as I would love to there are literally bits of that game that are unplayable on a Game Boy Advance emulator um, not emulator, you know what I mean, Game Boy Advance player mm, yeah. So, which is a shame but it is what it is um, and that's why I try and use original hardware because then I can notice these things and tell people about them because there's okay. not a lot of it documented
0: So well, there we go, that's um, Matt Boyle's seal of original hardware quality <laughs> <laughs> I don't where I was boils, going with
1: that. The Matt seal of approval, yeah. Uh,
0: there were plenty of other things. Maybe we should talk about Nintendo Direct. So plenty of other things were oh, talked God. about in that it was, Direct. It was it quite was a good Direct. smorgasbord
1: of stuff yeah. I want to buy, yeah.
0: I would say, from my personal perspective, as, as I realised the genres that I actually actively play <laughs> yeah there wasn't so much of my kind of thing in there and, and that would be like platform games and racing games and fighting games i suppose you you would yeah. say so there, there wasn't so much of that but despite that lots of exciting announcements uh in there do you have a highlight other than the game boy stuff
1: i mean to be honest with you i wouldn't even consider the game boy stuff a highlight i just said
0: that because you're yeah. game Boy.
1: No, I, thank you for using the brand name Game Boy. Um, so, like, I I'm looking down this list right now and going like, man, there's so much shit coming out for the Switch. I feel like I haven't touched my Switch in such a long time. Mm. If I had to focus on one game to start this conversation off, though, mm. I would say it's probably Sea of Stars.
0: I didn't think you were going to say that. I can't even recall what that is. Is so it? Is it to? Sea of no,
1: Stars no. is a retro styled six well, sixteen bit like RPG from the people who made the Messenger.
0: Right, yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I do recall um, now.
1: It looks cool as fuck. I I really loved the Messenger. I thought it was a good game. I thought it dragged on a little bit. But in an RPG setup, in what is clearly a, a love letter to sixteen bit RPGs, it it's mm. clearly trying to be a Chrono Trigger, and mm. as someone who has longed for a a proper spiritual successor to that game, because Chrono Cross is fine, but it isn't Chrono Trigger. It's I'm quite like, cool. far removed, isn't it? <laughs> let me let me get into this. Let me play this game. It looks neat. I mean, I, I'm not. There's obvious. There's more obvious things, but I think of all the games in my brain right now, I'm like, right, I
0: really want to play that. How about Metroid Prime? Um Are you a fan I can't recall if you're much of a fan of Metroid I, Prime
1: I really like the first Metroid Prime. Mm. Um its surprise reveal was very cool. What's not so cool for me is that it's a full priced
0: game almost. <laughs> Thirty five pounds on the eShop.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Like for me if it would have been twenty I would have bought it in a heartbeat. Thirty five quid mm. though seems a bit much. I, it, I, I feel it's great. I mean, that's a very good game. I've seen people do similar upreses on like emulators like Dolphin for I, a long it's time. it's more than an
0: upres, you know. It's been remade in terms of at least the visuals. I mean, yeah. the game. The if you see them side by side, they're quite new models for things and new lighting, and it looks very uh, much the uh, remake in that respect.
1: I, yeah, but again, I've seen people do similar treatments for free with the Dolphin emulator, and admittedly, they may look better in my brain. I,
0: I, I look at side by sides because it really has got a, had a major overhaul. Oh, yeah!
1: I'm going to show you some 4K screenshots because that's what people have been able to get out of Dolphin. Trust me, some some people in the fan community with that game
0: have done some very impressive things. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. What else happened in that? Tendra? Oh, Advance Wars um, is coming out
1: <laughs> finally. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to playing that. Um, that weird future cop RPG thing. Decker Police looked really
0: fun. Okay, that was the anime style thing.
1: Yeah, big open yeah. world, bombastic, like you're in a VR simulator, learning to be a, a police officer. Seemed yeah. kind of cool. Um. The fact that they're remaking or slash remastering the first Etrian Odyssey games is great because they're only on the DS and they're very expensive. Uh-huh. Um, what else was
0: there? There was uh, uh, Breath oh, uh, of the uh, Wild, of course. The new, I... uh, not Breath of the Wild. Pff, flipping neck. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom trailer. Tears
1: of the Kingdom, Tom Parry. Yes. Yeah. Um, obviously, very excited.
0: Uh, yeah, I'd it to... good. Yeah, I mean, it's not... I don't think people are like, oh my god, this is a radical departure. But I think elements like what seems to be buildable vehicles um, yeah. would be an all new uh, concept for a Zelda game. So I'm, I'm just happy to play more Zelda in yeah, the style of I Breath think of the Wild. We just want more of of that, don't they?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how the Switch's hardware will deal with it because I mean. It almost felt like Breath of the Wild
0: was a very demanding game for the Switch. Yeah, it ran fine on the Wii U, so... Yeah, that's true, I guess. But then again, is there a massive difference between uh, (laughs) the Wii U and the Switch? Pikmin 4. Yeah,
1: that I'm very excited for. I I didn't really love 3, if I'm honest, but I I have Mm. a...
0: A lot of it, There's a dog a, in this now,
1: so... There I, yeah, I mean, if it was a cat, it would have been better, but, you know, we can't, <laughs> we can't have everything we want, can we? Um... I don't know. I mean, as someone who played Pikmin Bloom longer than they should have because of their love of Pikmin, I'm very excited for Pikmin 4. I,
0: I so think that's a, be cool. a must have for Mr. Boyle. Will you get it release, do you think? Or will you wait uh, a little while? For, I, until I'm, it's uh, wrongly priced at a, a supermarket and you Oh, <laughs> God.
1: Oh, the memories of that on parry. Um, that was Pikmin
0: 3 on the that Wii was Pikmin U. Pikmin 3 on the Wii U for, for 99
1: ha- kroner at launch. Yeah which a, a game that I had already paid full price for, but I bought it and I traded it in and I got... I can't even remember what I bought. I, bought, I remember. Bought I, something. I don't know what
0: you bought, yeah, but I remember the uh, incident. Hey, how yes. about Samba de Amigo returning?
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm good with that. I, I've i always wanted to play Samba Amigo. It's one of those... Believe it or not, it's a game I've never played. I've never had you the never joy of boning... version. I never played the Wii version, I never owned Dreamcast Maracas, so I never played it there. But Well, if
0: you want to play on the Dreamcast now, it's an incredibly expensive sort of yes. thing to try and do. I've never played on the Dreamcast myself, uh, I've never known anybody who owns a game. PAL copies are incredibly expensive, Japanese copies are nice and cheap, but then you need your Maracas too, so yep. yeah.
1: I, I remember a time, Tom Parry, going back to us, going, when I was a child, where you'd see those maracas very frequently for very cheap in GameStation. But alas, mm. we are the world is
0: Yeah, I do remember seeing them back in the day. I guess no one can predict how uh, expensive these things are going to get. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, also, like, it takes up a lot of space, which is why people got rid of them, which is why I, now people hoard them. A ghost Trick, do you ever play that? That's now coming to Switch. Uh, no, I didn't. Capcom's puzzle game. I played it on the. I seem to remember playing it on the iPhone. I think you had a uh, or, the, or the or even my iPod Touch. I feel that there was a, a port of it to there. Okay. Uh, and it was free because I wouldn't have bought it. I don't think.
1: No, I've no, I've never played it. Um, speaking of games, I've never played um, the Baton Kaitos games from the GameCube are coming mm. to. Uh, Switch, which would be good. I've always wanted to give those a dabble. If I see that on sale I might pick it up.
0: There's a lot to this now isn't there? There's games that are uh, being re-released on modern consoles. There's, there's quite a proportion of these something like Nintendo Direct seems to have a lot of you know, taking yeah. up by a lot of that. So. It does, what it am does. I trying to say? I, <laughs> it's a simple sentence.
1: <laughs> it, it's fine Tom Parry. You know, you know one game though that Fits into that description of like re-released games that are loved yeah. by many people. That are yeah. uh, is um, they're releasing all the fucking Mega Man Battle Network games in a legacy collection. And Does that um, get you excited? Oh, I I love the original Mega Man Battle yeah. Network. I had it with my. I bought it the first Christmas after I got my Game Boy Advance. I love that game. I spent so mm-hmm. many hours playing it. It is the first card battle game that I have loved, and is the one I've been chasing since anyone tells me, oh, there's cards in this game. I'm like, oh, are they like chips? I like, are they like chips? Can I give them to Mega Man and make him shoot people on a grid? Um oh, And it never true. is. Never is, Tom Parry. It never is as good as Mega Man Battle Network. Admittedly, the series kind of goes off the rails after the third one, and they try and start doing the Pokemon yeah. thing where you need to buy two versions of the game, and that's where I fell off. Annoyingly, because okay. those games are really expensive now, but yeah. I love the first three Mega Man Battle Network games. They're so good. Um, and well, yeah, yeah, you can play all Very the Mega expensive. Mans
0: now, pretty much, can't you? On you new can consoles. So I that's, think that's a good thing.
1: I genuinely think every single Mega Man game, bar maybe the two, they did they release a Legends collection. You ah, Mega no, Man, maybe Legends? not. I
0: don't think Legends has actually seen any sort of re-release, to my knowledge. Because you can
1: definitely play all of the platformers. Like mm. the legacy collections I, exist.
0: I think maybe we'll get a Legends one that's uh, also got trombone on one day.
1: Oh, that would be nice. I would. Uh, I would. I would like to play trombone again. I know I have it upstairs
0: somewhere. I think they'll but... include a translated version of the N64 game as well.
1: I mean, it came out in America. Why not? I got it, it. I didn't realize I've, it came out in America. I bought a US cart um, in that retro game well, market last do. year because it was like a tenner, and I was like, well. What was, I it always...
0: was it called Mega Man 64? It it's like called Mega
1: Man, Man 64. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is Legends in yes. all but name, yeah. and like some sections cut out. But yeah, it's Mega Man 64.
0: Hmm. Well, maybe we'll get that at some point. I'm just uh, having a look at the direct now. I'm seeing the uh, the game from the Messenger team, the RPG here. Yes, it does look very nice. And well, uh, also another re-release. So, Wheel of Katamari is coming uh, to the Switch. It is. We've already seen um, Katamari uh, Damacy, is it? Yeah. Uh, so that that's got to be a good game. I mean, I can play it on the PS2, uh, so I probably won't get it. But
1: I yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is the thing, right? Like some some games like that. Weirdly, console games like PS1 and PS2 games. I'm always like, oh, should I buy this? Shouldn't I? Like, if I already own it, handheld games or remakes of, like, Super Nintendo games I own, I'm like, yes, give it to me. Keep putting it in my veins.
0: Mm, those are gen- so many generations behind, perhaps, yeah?
1: I, what I would absolutely love, right, this is a slight detour from this conversation about the Nintendo Direct. What series would you love to see get one of these remaster
0: remake collections? Gex. Gex? Mm-hmm.
1: You, without hesitation, Gex.
0: <laughs> I think with what what they've done with like Spyro and Crash, you could take Gex and improve it somewhat as well. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of nostalgia for Gex 64 or Gex 3, uh, 3D, uh, Enter the Gecko. Uh, I can see a Gex collection. We can include the Game Boy games as well, if you like, the Game Boy Color games, include the 3DO game, And the PlayStation Saturn versions of it, maybe? No, no point. Just include (laughs) the original Gex as well. But, uh, yeah, there you go, Gex. Gex
1: would be my choice. Mine was going to be the Quintet Games. Um, That won't mean anything to you. Oh, uh, it does. What are they,
0: Tom? Uh, It's that... um, I do know... I can't recall the names... Uh, but it's a little uh, 2D uh, mud-coloured men platform
1: no, thing, is it? No? no. One of them is. There is? No. Quintet? Quintet made, amongst other things.
0: Yeah.
1: Actories are 1,
0: Actress okay. 2. I was thinking of another game they might have made.
1: Um, they may the have made a th- they may have made some things for the Master System, but Tom Parry, the things that I would love are three little RPGs called Soul Blazer, Illusion of Time, and Terranigma. I would oh, very yeah, much okay. like them on my Nintendo Switch, so I could play them anytime, anywhere. Because my Super Nintendo, bless it, is getting a bit old, and while I do own those
0: games... Well, I think I, I've just shot myself in the foot because I can't see anything about uh, oh, <laughs> a mass system game. They seem to be synonymous with the Super Nintendo, PlayStation, and Saturn. And even apparently, here they've got a credit for Shenmue. Really? Yeah, I don't know uh, where Shenmue comes into. Works developed, starting in 1990 with Actraiser, um, and then 1999, Shenmue. Uh, and also, Godzilla Generations Maximum Impact, also for the Dreamcast.
1: Unfortunately, it's one of these developers that didn't really make the transition over to the the three D era, which is unfortunate. Um, Who am
0: I thinking of then? Maybe there's. A... I'm thinking of the game Quartet. I think. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, not them. Uh, they so Quintet made a one relatively decent game for the PlayStation that I played called the Grand Stream Saga, which is trying to make a That's what three, I 3D version of this like the Super Nintendo games, but isn't it isn't as good. Mm. Um there was there's a an a weird Japanese only game by them called Planet Liker as well that I believe recently got a fan translation. In which um you fly to Mars um and need to like do some weird stuff to with their personality to solve puzzles of like switching between different states. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's they're a they're a weird developer. They they made some of the best sixteen bit RPGs. Some of the best games on the Super Nintendo I would argue. Like Trek, is a bit of a misstep, but Terranigma is perhaps one of the best <laughs> RPGs ever made. Soul Blazer is incredible. Actraiser 1 and 2 are brilliant too. So it's just one of those things that like, I would love to have those games in a collection. Actraiser keeps getting re-released. They've recently put it out on the Switch. It's supposed to be okay. Just give me mm. the original Super Nintendo games. I don't need any polish. I don't need you trying to optimise well, them. Just Actraiser give them to me as are they are. on the, um,
0: Nintendo Online for the Super Nintendo.
1: It is. But, Tom, I want them all. I'm, I'm greedy for the quintet. I need all of those games. Anyway, they could,
0: they, could, they could release four of them and call it a quintet, four quartet.
1: I mean, they could literally release um, Soul Blazer Illusion of Gaia, Terranigma and Grand Stream Targa and call it the quintet quintet. <laughs> like It's right there, Tom. It's low-hanging fruit. Come on, Square Enix. Get on board.
0: <laughs> uh, there were other stuff in Nintendo Direct uh, I'm just scrubbing through it now uh, there's, there's a Kirby another remake uh, the Kirby yeah, uh, no, what's it called Return to Dreamland Return to, to Dreamland yeah game that's coming back uh, I can't get too excited about that again kind I of got on the Wii you know yeah so um,
1: that visual well, novel Harmony looked pretty interesting um,
0: fantasy what's that life um, it's coming back a sequel yeah uh, uh, buh, buh, buh,
1: buh. Some more Mario Kart courses.
0: Oh yes, and Birdo. Uh, first time they've added a new character in with their uh, extra content. I think
1: that is that Disney Illusion Island game looked pretty cool too. I I might give that a look. I like the animation it nice. style. sort of yeah. Rayman esque, did not it?
0: Um, the uh, the expansion for Splatoon Splatoon three looked pretty yeah. nice. The the Side Order, I think it's called. Uh, the visual styling of it, I thought, was particularly uh, pretty. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, I imagine that's single player uh, um, content for Splatoon. Perhaps. I I
1: believe so. Yeah, the yeah. so one of the weirdest things for me about this entire thing was Dead Cells return to Castlevania. Oh yeah, um, I I'm very happy to get new Castlevania stuff. I'm I'm fine with it coming in the form of Dead Cells which I think is a very good game so yeah I guess I'm going to have to get Dead Cells out of the library again <laughs> and buy the DLC for it because mm. yeah it it seems insane that that team is getting to make a Castlevania game but I'm totally on board with it I would love to play yeah, it that's cool the only issue is though it's going to be hard as nails so
0: because
1: it's going to be a roguelike Castlevania game and that yeah. fills me with dread but in a good way.
0: So, have you been um, playing anything else?
1: I have. Um, I played a game, Tom Parry, that we've talked about on this podcast um, before, or at least my uh-huh. my want to play it. Um, I'm going to give you some clues, Tom. I think you're you're going to get it, knowing who the person I am, knowing how I live my life. What PlayStation Five exclusive? would you be surprised that I hadn't played up until now?
0: Ah, PlayStation 5 exclusives. Matt Boyle. Mm, he likes an RPG. He does, but um, that's not what
1: I'm talking about. Think think Matt Boyle in the abstract.
0: In the abstract?
1: Yes. PlayStation the Matt, 5. The Matt Boyle that likes a little bit of sci-fi, maybe. A little bit of dystopia. Not cyberpunk. No. The Matt Boyle who also loves... Uh, Feline animals. I'm um, no, I, I Stray Tom Parry. Stray. Ah, stray. I cool. finally okay. played Unbeaten Stray.
0: And what's your verdict?
1: It's good. I don't get what all of that game seemed to get very like mixed and middle reviews. I think it's a pretty good game. I don't understand. I thought it had.
0: Favourable reviews. I wasn't aware of.
1: Uh... I didn't buy it because the coverage I heard when that game came out was very mixed. Um, okay. I don't. How yeah. did you play stray? You bought it, or I got it from the library. Of course, it, I, I, I yeah. should have known. Well, this is the thing. This is why it's taken me so long to play stray. Was it came out, um, and then the physical release was slightly later than the digital release. And then it's just been one of those things where I've been biding my time to play it. Mm. It's not perfect. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like this is the best game I've ever played. It is. It's just a very good puzzle platformer. I love the aesthetic. Did you feel like you were a cat? I did feel like I was a cat. Um, There was there was everybody wants to be watching cats do their wobbly bum thing as you jump onto things.
0: Cats do that. They've yeah, exactly. Observed that cat behaviour. Did they motion capture a cat?
1: I I don't know. I don't think so. But like, oh. it's is a very well animated cat from you you know there are bits of the game where you can scratch stuff so you can go up to a rug in someone's home and you can like do the dough thing that cats do and they animate that very well you can jump on things as a cat it's very good tom harry i think you would enjoy stray i think it i'd is like a... to play
0: it if, if there was a way of playing it cheap and uh yeah i'd get all free i'd i'd play it. it's
1: it's a very good puzzle platformer a I nice have... uh,
0: length as well i hope
1: it's about six hours, I think. Not too long. Yeah. Not oh, too long. It doesn't oh. state
0: its welcome at all. You're speaking my language, man.
1: Yeah, and like, the, Meow. The, there is one difficulty level. I think it is pretty well balanced. You can yeah. die if you're not paying attention, but generally speaking, it's quite a pleasant game to play it's as well. It's an
0: experience game. It is. For the most part,
1: yeah. Yeah, it, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't say its welcome. It isn't needlessly frustrating.
0: Okay, whack that on PlayStation Plus or Game Pass and I'm there. It's not on Xbox, is it?
1: It's not on Xbox. It's a PlayStation mm. 5 exclusive. Oh. For now, at least. Uh, fair enough. I'm not sure what the relationship between the studio and Sony is. I'm not sure because it's, it's published by Annapurna. It's on PC and PlayStation 5. Uh, mm. PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, which tells me that maybe there's a hope that it, it could come to Xbox at some point.
0: If, if they stick that on Game Pass, I'm there. I think um, I've still got another year left of Game Pass.
1: No, yeah, look or at there that, Tom Barry. A, a story from GamesRadar says in December, is Stray coming to the Xbox with Game Pass? Question um, mark. Stray isn't coming to Xbox or Game Pass yet, but it is listed as a console exclusive for a limited time. So yeah, mm. you you will get a chance to play that at some point, Tom. It's a good game. I, I like it. I, I think it's one of those games that, again, like Cowabunga Collection, if I see it cheap, on sale on mm. the store I might just pick it up to have it
0: i pick it up for a tenner it's it's definitely
1: worth a tenner I I, I think it's like 25 quid again yeah, yeah. you know quality of this game 25 quid Metroid Prime 35 quid
0: Why think of the, the, the six hours stray how many hours of Metroid Prime Metroid's not that long oh I don't know I imagine it's definitely more gameplay there for your I, book
1: I imagine. I it's I've, only thirty-five quid. <laughs> I mean, I've I've beaten Metroid Prime. I don't. It's thirteen hours, Tom. It's double the length. Okay,
0: but we so should double the length. Ten quid more. We shouldn't be judging
1: games on their length, Tom Parry. No, no. i no, be the first. I'd
0: be the. I'd be the first to say that, Matthew. Um, <clears throat> I've been playing some games. Oh really? Do you want to hear about them? I would love to. Well, I've. I'm growing quite fond of Sonic Frontiers. Okay. There was a period where I just stopped playing it for quite a while, and I came back to it more recently and made it onto the second open world area, which is a desert. The first one's like a sort of cliffs and sea, and well, they're all surrounded by sea because they're like islands, right? Yeah. But I found the second one a lot more interesting. It's quite bright, brighter than the first world. It feels bigger. Maybe I've just sort of got to grips with the gameplay, but I feel traversing this second island is a lot more interesting than, and and that's what keeps you playing. I honestly, it's hard to put it down, especially when you're getting sort of like a flow where uh, you know the series of springs and grind rails and and walls you can run up and yeah. uh, things. When you jump from one series of um, obstacles and then you land right next to another, you can nearly seamlessly move to the next bit. And by completing each of these little sort of mini roller coasters, I'll call them, maybe not a good way of describing them, uh, you'll you'll get a... In the first world, it's hearts, and you have to collect so many to progress the game. In the second world, it's medals. You give these to a character who's trapped. It's Amy in the first world, it's Knuckles in the second world. Right, right. Um, there seems to be so many of these bloody medals, as it is at the minute, around. But it's like, oh yeah, I see something right there. I bet there's a medal there. So you just do it, and it's quick and relatively straightforward. The only thing I could say is, after a while, maybe you start to just get too good at them. Because uh, it's very easy to get these medals. Uh, you know it's littered with enemies, who all each unique in how you beat them. Uh, and there's several ways you can beat them, too. And then you get the bigger enemies. You've probably seen that in, in the trailers for yeah. the game. Occasionally there's a the big enemy. and They, again, have the same sort of... Uh, they work the same as the smaller enemies. It's just they're, more, they're bigger set pieces. Um, the thing I, I... I like playing Sonic Frontiers a lot. I like the... Um, what they call it, the hyperspace levels, which have short, traditional... Sonic levels, right? Uh, 2D in, in their nature, most of the time. They're a mix 2D. And is 3D, it, is it you,
1: kind of like Sonic Generations was, where it's kind they're of that, like Sonic like, like, Generations,
0: yeah. but they're, they're smaller levels. Um, you have several objectives. You have like finishing with 30 rings, finishing with all five um, red star emblems, finish them uh, in, in, in a certain time, and then you unlock keys with that. So many keys, you can get emeralds. Complete a world. You need all the emeralds. You also need to collect, all, I say, the medals. It's it's very much a Sonic playground collect-a-thon of stuff. Right. But actually, moving through the worlds, getting these medals, fighting these bosses, it's incredibly well done. Sonic's never, I don't think, felt as good in 3D. And the way the worlds are designed, how you're jumping from one bit to the other, it, it is sort of in this sort of flow when you get into the flow of it it's incredibly satisfying it, that's why I'm still wearing my pyjamas when I'm recording this podcast today I'm <laughs> usually dressed I blame it totally on Sonic Frontiers
1: You you were that um, enamoured
0: that you couldn't even be bothered to get dressed for everybody But, but yeah, that's it for, for a podcast and, uh, and then tell everybody in the podcast I'm wearing pyjamas uh, which isn't
1: uh, I mean, isn't keep keep digging Tom see where this goes Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But, uh, you know, for all this wonderful stuff about Sonic from Tears, I still feel like it's not the Sonic game, not the approach to Sonic that I prefer. The worlds are very realistic looking uh, and quite bland, you know? Really? It's just a big old rocky desert, you know? There's interesting things to do, obstacles to jump across and stuff, but they're they're bland, I have to say it. What I like about Sonic is the design, the world design, the colours... Uh, the enemies even in this game are seen ne- you know, more grown up kind of robotic creatures as opposed to the sort of the fun character designs of the badniks in the other Sonic games. Yeah. So that approach I don't like, but it plays really well and it's quite addictive. Minor frustrations with some of the bosses occasionally, they can take a few goes, you know. But I'm 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 enjoying it a fair bit.
1: Okay, that's good.
0: Mind it, it is. I'm happy to say it is, it's a good game, but is I... it? And Sonic's never felt better in three D. I would, I would say.
1: Okay, that's good. I mean, it's a game, right? That kind of feels. Admittedly, I'm not. I'm not on Twitter and stuff as much as I used to be. I'm never really like. I'm not consuming as much media based around video games as I did either. Mm-hmm. It's one of those games that I will see in a supermarket or an electronics retailer here and think, oh yeah, Sonic Frontiers came out. I should probably check that out. But I'm always like, oh, maybe I should wait for it to come down in price. But it is a game that seems to hold its value, which tells me that intrinsically it must be a decent game.
0: Well, it's sitting at 30 quid. They discounted it not long after it's released to 30. Okay. I think you could buy it Christmas last year for around about 30 pounds. It's still hovering around there now on all formats.
1: I haven't seen it that cheap here in Denmark. Okay. I, yeah, it, here in Denmark it has tended to be around the £40-£45 mark, right. which is why I haven't picked it
0: up. I mean, I've never played the Switch version. I, I I think it looks great on the Series S, which is where I've been playing it. I think the Switch version is slightly uh, stripped back, but uh, it, I think it certainly holds up because uh, I, I think I mentioned to you a while ago, Pear, a friend of ours yeah. uh, who's... Uh, a, bit, a, bit, a guest of this gamer. podcast at and the guest point. a previous yeah. guest if you listen to uh he does great work uh great artwork cross stitch anyway um he really likes the game he was messaging me about it a while ago um and and he was saying i think he was reacting a little to what he'd heard about the switch version being a bit graphically you know it's underpowered console. Yeah. there's a few sort of things that aren't as good as the um bigger consoles However, the fact he was enjoying the game so much sort of reassured me that it's absolutely fine to play on Switch. Yeah, uh, but I have never played it on Switch, so I can't comment personally. <laughs> you, weirdly, there's a demo. Going. I was going to say because there's a demo if you want to try it.
1: Okay, I can. Of the Switch version, I can give it a go. Um, but spe- speaking of Sega and demos, Tom, do you have any? <laughs> do you have any more to say on Sonic Frontiers? Because I I played a Sega game on a demo. Mm.
0: No go. Carry on. Carry on. That's um, enough for Sonic frontiers. It was.
1: It was not very, very long. It was a short, like ten minute experience. Um, but uh, I, I, don't know if you, if you know this about me, Tom Parry. I really like um, a Sega series called Yakuza. Um,
0: <laughs> no. No.
1: Didn't yeah, you know that? I I might imagine. I know very little, little about that. You have yeah, to en- enlighten
0: me, Matthew.
1: There's a man, his name is Ka- Kazuma Kiryu he's got a dragon on his back. Um he goes around fighting people in in the mean streets. Not of... a literal dragon. A, a literal dragon tattooed on his back, yes. Yeah, but I'm saying like
0: not a real dragon.
1: I mean no, I mean it's a tattoo, Tom. Come on. Um he but It comes to life, Matthew. I no, I wish it did. That would make the game so much better. Um yeah, so he, he walks around. He's a he's a big Yakuza man, but he's got a heart of gold, Tom. He cares about people. Um, He tries to get out of the Yakuza because he's... We know all this. Yeah, anyway. um, That's <laughs> not the Kazuma Kiryu you're playing as in this game. Uh, the newest entry into the Yakuza series, um, previously released in Japan as Yakuza-ishin, but now Sega is dropping the name Yakuza uh for its negative connotations it is called like a dragon ishin it is a faithful remaster that is being released on the playstation 5 having previously come out on the ps4 and ps3 originally in japan i got to play a demo of this because it was on the store um and i was just playing it running around slicing people up with a samurai sword which feels a bit strange in a yakuza context but I was like, "Oh man, I've missed playing Yakuza. <laughs> like, I've <laughs> really missed just being able to run around, hammer the triangle button to do like a hard hit, and then press People... X to slowly
0: dodge." What's the last one you played? Like a Dragon. I mean?
1: The lot I mean, yeah, I've played. I played uh, Yakuza 8: Like a Dragon, which is the the JRPG. It, it's it been an awful long time i haven't i keep meaning to go and play lost judgment i've owned that game since it was released because it came out when i was in the uk at home before christmas that year and i was like right i'm gonna grab this as my christmas gift to myself i've still not played that game i keep meaning to but i know it's going to be long and i'm like oh i if i i don't really have the patience at the moment to sit down for like a 50
0: 60 hour game
1: then again, though, you say that and, like, you throw Samurai, Kazuwa, Kiryu in the mix, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going well, to play know that. know love for
0: Way the Samurai as well, so. Yeah, There's well, this crossover. is.
1: This is the thing, though. I mean, like, the. So, um, Yakuza Kenzen, which is the now the only game in the Yakuza series on a console, uh, the PSP games side, to have not come out to I played that game and I absolutely loved it, and I'm happy to say that Ishin feels as good to play as that game. Um, Also has some other interesting things in the combat system that you can change between weapons in the same way in Yakuza's 6 and 7, you could change between different styles of combat. So you can literally, you can punch people with your fists, which feels very reminiscent of the dragon style in Yakuza 5 and 6, where it's like very deliberate, powerful punches... Uh, you can use a sword as i mentioned which is kind of nice there's two options for that there's a more traditional like feels like you're playing kiryu a slow balanced combat sword mm-hmm. um, there is a a type called blade dancer where you become really fast with the sword which feels very reminiscent of oh my god i'm forgetting names of yakuza characters tom this is where we're at. It it kind of feels a bit like Majima, but it more feels like playing as Oh my god, why can't I remember his name? It's on the tip of my tongue. Um my Lone Sharky man in Yakuza Four and onwards.
0: Okay. I um, I I don't it,
1: oh, sorry, I need I need to look up his name, because it's gonna annoy the hell out of me otherwise. Um his name is Akiyama. I know it was I was just gonna say Aki Akima. I was like, no, I know it's Aki something. Akiyama, the loan shark. It feels like very reminiscent of him, like fast flourishing, punches. Which honestly since his introduction in Yakuza 4, I've preferred playing Takiryu because it's just it like the punches, but it feels so so faster and so much more in flow with what that game does. The demo's available right now on the store, uh, on PlayStation 4, Playstation Five I imagine, also Xbox. It's good. It's like ten minutes. It's just kind of going. Hey, ten remember... minutes—that's
0: short, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it's literally just two combat scenarios. That's the entire demo. Wow. Is you running around and just being like, "Hey, you can play around with this combat." The fourth style, before I forget though, is a gun, um, which feels very odd in the Yakuza game to just mm. like stand there and shoot people. But it's kind of cool. There's um, instead of the traditional like dragon meter filling up, you have several moves that are on the d-pad that you can use at any time Mm -hmm. so like you can heal yourself you can uh do a massive like big aoe style shooting thing you can do some weird stuff like there's one move in the sword dancer style where you throw down a black hole and all the enemies come to it and then you can just like hammer the square button and go it's very good it's very fun it's very reminiscent of the fun times I've had with previous games, yeah, games. Yeah. I was like, so this is yeah. you say
0: you're going to pick this up I'll release
1: I pre-ordered it um, hopefully yeah. it will be with me I think it comes out on Tuesday weirdly enough I'm pretty sure it's the 21st release I will have a look
0: okay um, I know it's definitely out next week I can't recall exactly when I will I will uh, tell
1: you Tom I'll use the power of Google yeah, February 21st. February 21st <laughs> yeah. it should be okay. out on Tuesday um yeah i can't wait to play it i got the ps5 version let's see how it is i
0: it's not running I... on the dragon engine anymore is it
1: uh no i think it... it's running on
0: the unreal um
1: this is what i've heard yeah, yeah. um but it, it feels totally fine it seems seamless like it feels like the dragon engine which is ironic um but like a dragon yeah um so i i've no complaints i was not no it was not noticeable I mean, that it was an competitive engine yeah. the only thing that kind of bothered me a little bit was it felt like the using x to do uh like the glidy dodge that you can do sometimes felt a bit shorter than it used to be, so I got, kind of got caught in a couple of combos from enemies. And I was like, "Ah, shit! Am I rusty, or is this is this changed?" But okay. I got to be honest, it took me a second or two when I was running around with a sword not to have X to roll. I think I've been playing Elden Ring a bit too much in between. I just mm. was like, "Why can't I roll?" But I I could in the end. It's fine. It's good. I'll let you know how it is next week. I will have yeah, played I'll tell a lot you bit.
0: more more about it uh, I played the One Piece Odyssey demo We we not talking about demos.
1: Yeah, what do you think?
0: I liked it. Yeah. I surprised myself because I'm not really a fan of RPGs, but I actually wanted more after finishing the demo. So yep. I liked the way the combat was working. I felt like I could, I could, yeah, apply some sort of tactic to it. I understood what I was doing, which was, was good, <laughs> yeah. I suppose. Yeah, I, I found it very accessible. And I think the fact... Liking One Piece goes a long way, doesn't it? If, if you're really into One Piece and um, you love the characters, uh, then this is going to um, tick your boxes, even if you don't like RPGs, I think. Yeah. Uh, I like the enemy designs. I like the way it looked in general. I thought the characters are written well. It was as you would expect them to act. You know, they were very yes. on the nose, I thought, which was, was perfect, you know. I mean, you shouldn't expect anything less, should you? I suppose, but uh, it did feel right. Everything it does felt quite right about yeah. it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, that's it, it's the first
1: One Piece game I've ever played where I'm like, yeah, I could play more of this. It doesn't feel mm. like you're trying to tread the same old ground. It doesn't tra- feel like you're trying to like do weird character choices because that's what they were doing in the series it felt natural in the demo and i was like yeah give me more of this please
0: yeah it's it's pretty great i mean to, for a game to make me actually to play an rpg for what well, i mean it's a couple of hours perhaps isn't it? an hour or two i don't know it's
1: about about an hour and a half i think
0: yeah yeah it's a good lengthy demo uh but it does enough to actually get, to get you quite you want to find what happens next yeah, exactly. It's quite, quite, quite a good little uh, story going on there. Um, looks beautiful. It, it'll be something I think I do actually get and play more of at some point in the future.
1: I I would love to buy it. The only reason I haven't yeah. is because I knew I'd be buying Ishin
0: this month, so I thought it's quite expensive it. still. I think One Piece Odyssey on PS5 at least. So. Uh,
1: the only thing that stopped me buying it, right, is that I can't walk into a physical store here in Denmark as I described and buy it. If I ever seen mm. it I would have picked it up by now, but like having to go through, hmm, I need to go online, I need to, do, like, it's been enough of a deterrence, not in a lazy way but enough for me to be like, no, do you need it this It can game get expensive right
0: as well if you're importing it and the shipping and and the and vat and yeah. Yeah. Um, I completed GoldenEye on nice. the Xbox uh, version of it. I've really enjoyed playing through it again. I mean, I, I still find control room difficult, especially yeah. since I always seem to, I can't... If there's some body armor on that level, I'd love to know where it is. By the time I've protected Natalia from the onslaught of guards and, uh, and getting to the end of that level, I have very little health, and it was just by hair I uh, I had to do it a couple of times. And this is on Agent as well, so... Really? But I, I finished the game uh, this morning, and yes, it was fun to play through it again. And I do think the Xbox port is very competent. I mean, there are some visual inaccuracies in it, yes. But uh, thankfully, they don't detract from your enjoyment of the game. And we did talked about this in length last time. Um, and it is a real shame we didn't get those that, that remaster, and we got what was more a high-resolution port of Goldeneye, albeit in widescreen. Wide screen. Um Yeah, it still plays as you would expect it to, and actually works well with the the right stick in the more traditional uh, first person shooter setup that we're familiar with now. So, if you're gonna play it, and and I would recommend the Xbox version over the Switch. I found the Switch version was a little bit a little bit more inaccessible because of the control setup, but you know there are ways around that. So, yeah, yeah. If you got on Switch, I still think you'll have a good time. That's good. Yeah. Uh, and I played a game called Formel Alchemist Dream Carnival, which is a PS2 fighting game. Uh, we do You have up to four players on screen. It's a little Smash Brothers-esque, I right. suppose. But it's not a case of uh, building up a damage percentage and knocking someone out. It is more traditional beat-em-up. Is that a little bit like uh, Onimish of Blade Warriors, perhaps? Okay. Uh, if I'm trying to compare think back, it to something, yeah. Th- there are lots of games like this. I mean, there's a Takara one, isn't there? What we played back in the day with, yeah. Uh, yeah remember that? Yeah, with, I do. Uh, Transformers. I remember and...
1: playing as Optimus Prime.
0: Yeah. Was it Takara Takara versus Hudson or something? Because yeah? <laughs> I think Bomberman was. It in might it as have well. been. Hang on, I'm going to Google it. It's sort of reminiscent of that, but. It's got really nice visuals, and I tell you what, the, it's a fast game, and occasionally when the uh, characters are doing special moves, you, and, and then maybe they're, they're cutting to a cut scene, right? Yeah, you still get a window in the top right of, of the game playing, so you can still play it in a small window where the, the character is doing the move. And I thought, well, that's pretty impressive to have two windows going on, and the gameplay does not slow down at all. Uh,
1: You you are correct. It was it's Konami Takara and Hudson.
0: Okay, wow. um,
1: Dream Mix TV World Fighters.
0: It's all about dreams, isn't it? Dream Carnival, Dream Mix TV Fighters. It's Battle Arena D O N like that as well, which I've shown jump characters in. You can play as uh, Luffy and um, Goku and Naruto in that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's good. I I like Dream Carnival. I mean, it doesn't have a huge character roster from from the uh, former Alchemist series, but it has enough characters in there. You've got the mainstays. You know, you obviously got Ed and Al, and you've got uh, Roy and uh, Lieutenant Hawk, and what's the the big dude, the big muscly dude, Uh, Iron something, right? Oh, not that one. The the one is the uh, guy with the
1: moustache.
0: He has, a, he has a little bit of hair. He's yeah. Quite bald.
1: I thought his name was Iron Thingy. There
0: is there is one who looks like that with a moustache.
1: I know the guy you're well, talking about. The character. guy who's always topless. It's Armstrong. Armstrong. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. 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 Obvious name for a strong guy. Yeah, gluttony. You can play Gluttony, and I think you can play. Uh, not all the characters are unlockable from the start. There's enough there, but it's, it could be a bigger, you know, uh, group of characters.
1: Is scar in it
0: I think scars in it I don't think he's unlockable from the scar players him at the start,
1: yeah
0: I'm trying I'm trying to remember now, but i do I do recall it being fairly limited uh, in terms of characters, but the actual gameplay is really good uh, I think people tend to Hughes as well
1: yeah uh I'm
0: yeah.
1: Lucky. Yeah, I'm looking at this roster. This looks good. This is a Japanese PS two game is worth Yes, it out. is,
0: yes. It's accessible um without knowledge of Japanese though as well. I got it for about ten quid, uh, from France, fully enough. I had to pay twelve quid twelve euros uh, twelve quid postage, twelve British pounds. Yeah. So it ends up costing me over twenty to get it shipped from France. Um but it's a good game, and uh, if you're into fighting games, as I am, it is it is quite enjoyable. If you like Metal Alchemist, well, you you may just have to pick this up, if you have the means to play it.
1: Have you considered buying the other Format Alchemist games? There's JRPGs, right, on the PS2? American ones? There
0: are. I think some of them got translated and released in the US. Yeah. Um, but, as you know, Matt, as we've spoken about, I'm not a huge fan of RPGs, but... Again, when you like a franchise, you might be willing to uh, put in the time. It's, it, and, it has and, been
1: and, a long time since I've thought about these games because at one point I was thinking about buying the first one. Yeah. I can't remember if they're turn-based or action RPGs. So
0: yeah, just I, 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 d- assume... I don't know either. But I do know that in one of the early volumes of the manga, there is a um, a ad. prelude. a pre- Yeah, a, really? a little, a little a little story that sets up... Uh, that first PS2 RPG called so, uh, Full
1: Metal Alchemist and the Broken Angel.
0: Yes, yeah. Yeah, it's an
1: action RPG. Um, I thought it was.
0: Mm, Okay. Well, I might be. Yeah, get a US copy of it then, perhaps at some point.
1: Give it a look, see, Tom. Yeah, it looks like you're running around an arena, punching things. So technically, it's more of an action game, I think, than an RPG. It's just got you've got health and levels.
0: I think you have a lot of story stuff, though, isn't there?
1: I would assume so, but I mean...
0: A lot of characters' faces and lots of text boxes.
1: Yes, I'm sure, but I mean, I imagine it's written by the mangaka who
0: wrote Full Metal Alchemist. I've forgotten her name. um, Hiro- Hiro- Hiromu, um...
1: Yeah. it it often, it often surprises me with, like, people who have a big hit manga. Because sometimes they just disappear off the face of the earth, but she has actually continued to put out manga... That is kind of just kind of all mm. flown under the radar, but it's supposed to all be very good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I love *Fullmetal Alchemist*. I mean, the more I read it, the more I because it's great world building, you know. I agree. And, and the, the the themes in there are pretty powerful, you know, all the the war stuff. I'm reading volume fifteen, and it's all like flashback to the uh, to to the war, the civil war that took place uh, in, in 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 the world. Yeah. And um Win- Winry's parents and finding out what happened with them, and and Scar and his brother, and and how the um, how characters like Roy and uh, Armstrong and Hughes are dealing with being in a war and yeah. being alchemists and using powers that should be for good for the purposes of. Of war, I mean, it, it, it's a lot of deep themes in Full Alchemist, and I, I get a lot from it. I think it's a very rich, hundred um, percent s- story that's well worth reading if you have any interest in uh, manga or. I think just good stories. I think Full Alchemist could make a fantastic set live action TV series.
1: They made I, movies. There are Netflix I know there's movies. movies. Yeah, which yeah. They're supposed never to be too bad. They're supposed to be okay. Um... The original, I'm sure we talked about this when we talked about Fullmetal Alchemist last time, but like the, the first anime is pretty good up until a point, and then the manga went on a hiatus for a little bit, and the yeah. TV show needed to continue. Brotherhood is excellent. If you would like to watch it instead of reading it, I would recommend watching Brotherhood. It's very good. The live-action shows, for all intents and purposes, there's two of them now. I think they're going to make a third one. They seem pretty good. Of all the live-action manga adaptations, that seems to be one that kind of got it right.
0: I do think you could do a fairly sort of gritty real world imagining of Full Man Alchemist. I think it, it lends, even though there are fantastical elements in there and some, some good, there's good comedy. I, yeah. I I actually, how it manages to balance little comedic moments with what else goes on in Full yeah. Alchemist is, is quite a achievement. But, you know, and it's, I don't, I'm not going to compare it to The Last of Us because it's, it's very different to that. Yes. But, you know, these are real human dilemmas that the characters are going through in Fortnite Alchemist, yeah. which I, I guess it made me think about how much I, I have been enjoying the Last of Us series and how some of these sort of ethical sort of ideas and questions that, it, that, that, the, that the manga raises yeah, could be, you know, compared slightly... I don't know. I just see it as you'd be able to do something like that with Alchemist I Alchemist. Where...
1: Think, I think you could pretty easily... Um,
0: it's mostly the military stuff that that I think could. This is like, yeah.
1: Well, it's just, I mean, it's I, 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 I don't want to spoil too much about *Format Alchemist* because honestly, like. Yes, I will. I will say this to everyone under the sun: Go read One Piece. One Piece is absolutely excellent. But Full Metal Alchemist is a more achievable thing. It's like twenty something volumes. Seven, twenty-seven, twenty-eight. Yeah, something. it's so. great. Just, just read Full Metal Alchemist or watch Brotherhood. Like it's available on a number of services mm. now. It's very. I mean, very it good. was
0: incredibly popular at one time, wasn't it? I it mean, was, I was so, so behind the curve. I took a chance on it. I took a chance on those first three volumes as an omnibus, and yeah, yeah, I, I. I Decided I decided to take the plunge and get everything, and I, I'm not regretting it. Yeah, I
1: all. like I said, I now that you are reading it again, I'm like I should finish mm. *Format Alchemist*. I should really read the end of the series because I never did. But like, it's, it's amazing. I, I I loved my time with that series. Uh, incidentally, um, uh, Hiromo Arakawa has just started. Well, actually, a year ago, but it's not been released in English yet. Started a new series called *Demons of the Shadow Realm*, which right. The art style feels very reminiscent of FMA. Um unlike the previous she she did some weird stuff in between Full Metal Alchemist and this, but like I have heard from people that this is very good also. One final note, right? Tom Parry, before we before we go. Um You talked about the Last of Us T V series. Oh yeah. I'm gonna say something now. It's not spoilers, don't worry. Um I, ha- I, I think that the TV show does a better job of tearing that story than the game did
0: (laughs) so for those thinking oh I I should play the game maybe if you just want the story maybe just. if
1: you honestly even if you've played the game I think Mm. that there is a lot here for you I think it it humanises those characters in a way that was very hard to do in the video game because you were running around murdering people all the time and like I don't know if it's because you are in the role of Joel and Ellie at various points in that game, doing the killing yourself and fighting clickers and all of this other stuff. But it, it's just, it, it, it humanizes those characters in a way I didn't think possible. And even like, there's a, a guy in work with me who was very, very upbeat, very, very chipper. And I was like, oh, I don't think this show is going to be for you. I mean, he he has gone. Yeah, it's a bit bleak, but like he's he's really enjoying it. He's just like I think this is very well directed, yeah. very well made content. And I was like, yeah, it I agree. Very it's fucking excellent. As
0: well, all, I would say, um, yeah.
1: My my wife hates horror stuff, um, and she has been able to watch it and enjoys it, and actually like so much so that the. The fifth episode was aired early because of the Super Bowl, so we could've watched it on Saturday. I was like, Do you mind if I watch this? And she's like, No. <laughs> you need I wanna watch it with you. So it's good. And by comparison, I've started watching Wednesday, um Oh Netflix, yeah, I liked you,
0: Wednesday a lot, by it, the way. It's
1: fine. <laughs> but like I just don't you know, like it's a good it's a good seven out of ten, whereas I think The Last of Us achieves such great heights.
0: Well, it's I guess it's a different sort
1: of tone. I, I, I also feel, to be fair, that it, it's kind of somewhere in the middle of between Harry Potter and Sabrina. Scooby-Doo. No, the Sabrina TV show that they put out on Netflix, which I didn't like. It's oh, got okay. a very similar tone, but I think this is done better. It but,
0: is a little Scooby-Doo, I suppose.
1: Ah, uh, I mean, a little bit, Wednesday. I guess. Reggie? Yeah, I would say so. Anyway that's it from me tom have you played anything else spot anything else you want to talk about
0: uh, I, I mean i can just briefly talk about a few games i picked up i got interested in uh Artunes output i mean what? i i realized i played a lot of their games like blinks and um the yoshi i New Yoshi, yeah, the yoshi's island games yeah and i was curious you you'll you'll know what this is Pinobee or Pinobee? Pinobee, yeah yeah, I, I I was interested to play it. I did watch the videos and think, mm, I'm not sure if this looks too great, but I saw it cheap and thought, you know, I'm gonna take a punt on, on this. I've liked their other games. It's not But I heard they bad. also Well sorry?
1: Pinobi's not bad. It's not great, yeah. but like it's not it's not an objectively bad game, put it that way.
0: It's it's the uh, Sonic character designer, uh, who, who formed uh Artune. Yeah. I forget his name. I should know his name, but I can't recall. Um, so that got me interested to see what else they'd done, and I say I, I played most of it. Um, did they also do? They did a lot of stuff with Miss Walker as well. I think they. Uh, I think they connected to Blue Dragon in some capacity.
1: They did. Um, uh, the The guy's name that you were looking for, by the way, is Naoto mm. Oshima.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I
1: mean, let me just double check. Let me. Artune.
0: Yeah, I've just got them up here. Yeah, Blue yeah. Dragon. Uh, yeah. Okay,
1: that's interesting. Yeah. I guess maybe they did some characters. Wow, they made Vampire Reign. Yes, which um,
0: I've heard not so good things about that. Yeah,
1: game. that's a terrible game. <laughs> wow.
0: That's Last re- Story as well here. They have a credit for Last Story I... on the Wii. Very interesting. Have you... But they were absorbed by AQ, I think, which is, uh, is that, um, another company. Their parent company. Our came became defunct when their parent company, AQ Interactive, filed for bankruptcy.
1: Yeah, the last game they worked on was The Last Story, which is kind of poetic Mm -hmm. if you think about it.
0: Our along with Feel Plus and Caviar, I recognise Caviar, were absorbed into AQ. Caviar.
1: Caviar?
0: Yeah, Drakengard.
1: Yeah, but they didn't do Drakengard. Oh no, they did do Dragon Guard.
0: yeah. Yes, yes. I'm just looking through Dragon Guard two. Weird. Went back oh 2... God,
1: can we, can we? I'm sorry to go completely off the rails. Can we talk about the New York Taro game? Did you see this?
0: Oh, the Sega thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this. Yeah, I saw this concept that's Sega, like an evil corporation. Sega's an over evil the world.
1: corporation that takes over the world, and you must. <laughs> I, I mean, it, they've not really revealed what the gameplay is like from what I've saw of that trailer. But you must team up with anime lady representations of some classic Sega franchises like to like Outrun stop Sega.
0: Virtual fighter. And... Yeah, it looks. Yeah,
1: it, it looks nuts. I was seeper super into I... it. And then I saw free to play mobile game. I was like, oh.
0: I like I like the sort of idea uh, that, that that Sega willing to. <laughs> portray themselves like that. Because I think a, qu- a quote from Yoko Taro, yeah? Yeah, name?
1: yeah, Yoko
0: Taro. Uh, was that uh, he, he didn't like quite like the idea of Sega being all a good force. You know, he didn't think that would be interesting if Sega were all good and nice and... So the idea of turning a company which is well-loved on its head, because you know they're not like that. You know, Sega's not an yeah. evil corporation uh, hell-bent on taking over the world. And actually portraying them like that in the game, I think it, it shows that Sega can sort of laugh at themselves and have fun, which they have done. I mean, Sega Gaga as well, you know, yeah. about the fall of the company in the, the Dreamcast. Well, I mean,
1: I, it, I, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously I can't speak to how Sega is, but, like, looking at it for... A, with my eyes, like, just even all of the, like, the classic Dreamcast ads and stuff and, like, uh, what the hell is the name of the Sega mascot in Japan?
0: Ah, uh, uh, Sega Sanshiro.
1: Sega Sanshiro and all this kind of stuff and, like, his kid and it just seems incredibly self-aware and it's a bit, like, nudge-nudge-wink-wink, wink, yeah. which I, I really like.
0: Yeah, I, I've i always liked that about, about Sega and I think Sega Japan uh, specifically, um, yeah, I, I like their approach. Yeah. <laughs> Just... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's... yeah, that that looks cool, but it's not a game I'm going to play. As you say, it's a mobile game. Probably not going to get released outside of Japan. Yeah,
1: unfortunately, it is Japan only. Like I would, yeah. I would dabble in it. I mean, Nia came out to you, which was yeah. oh, so disappointing. It's not a very good game. Nice character designs. Beautiful character um, designs in like yeah, any yeah. anything Yokotara touches is always interesting. I'm mm. always willing to check it out, but like the guy is very involved in like free to play mobile games in a way that I really don't like. Um he also did another one that's kind of similar to Granblue from what I remember. Mm. That I always wanted to play but it's never come out outside of Japan and I'm just oh, I don't I can't. Um I did like Voice of Cards though. I am going to actually buy that game finally, which is again another Yokotara thing. Yeah, he, he very pro, prolific creator is Yoko Taro. He's done loads of books and stuff as well. So
0: yeah, yeah, it, it's good that you brought. Thanks for um, bringing that up because uh, I did see that this week and thought, oh, I like, I like that idea. Um, nice, classic Sega.
1: Yep, classic Sega. Right then, Tom Barry. We've been talking for almost an hour and a half, which shows that we haven't done a podcast in a while because we had a lot to talk about.
0: Most enjoyable talk to you. I think we got through quite a a bit
1: there we did we did indeed um if you've enjoyed listening uh you can find us in a variety of places uh, i hope you agree that we got through a lot and that it was a um I'll if guess. you think well, so you can nice. you can find us in a, in those places uh such as a twitter at tmacast a game Boyle for me at tom parry 11 for him uh thank you a couple of people did actually reach out and say like hey i am listening uh, really? Oh, thank weeks, you. Which is good. I um, appreciate that. More of that, please. Like, it it, it keeps us, you w- where, know, where are
0: people reaching out? UK.
1: Oh. UK mainly, on Twitter.
0: On Twitter. On Twitter. Lovely. I shall have to um, we'll have, a look. have a look at the Twitter again. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> we're on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Tom uh, You can listen to the podcast in a variety of places, such as on blastprocess.com, com forward slash podcast. On the iTunes, on the Stitcher, on the Spotify, cheeky, rate, subscribe, etc., etc. Tom, always a pleasure, mate. Um, and thank you, everybody out there, for listening. Until next week, be sure,
0: to game on. Game on.